That segment was brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First off, it's free. There's also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast just as great as this in one place. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, ladies and gentlemen, another episode of Washed Up, and we're back. Season 2, episode 15, the final episode of season 2. To start off the day, we talk about how fucked the NBA got in such short time. And then we get into some non-sports, get back into the Brady's bodily bewilderments. While we're on the topic of Brady, Brady is now officially back on the Bulls. His parlay that he told the pod last week hit, and so we're back for rooting for the Bulls. Little transition into the list, best-looking athletes. Wrap up with some MLB and NFL talk, but you know the deal. Welcome back to the Washed Up Podcast. just feels so much better when the music plays for itself and then we can get right into things but i needed to talk about the switchboard one more time because it's so fun <laughs> it's sick <clears throat> it's brez's first time so we can still talk about it you mean watson <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before you guys get intellectual about your feelings towards the nba i just want to point out something that i hate about what's going on right now is that teams can just pick whatever color they are now and wear it on their jersey i was watching Brooklyn versus Denver, like two nights ago. Brooklyn was in light blue and Denver was in red. And I was like, when did you guys decide to just not be your color? I think it was just this year. I don't remember that being a thing last year. I don't think it was. And that's why I'm so baffled right now. And I don't like it. I was watching the Knicks play. Oh, fuck. I can't remember who they were playing last night. I think it was yesterday. They played the Nets last night? Yep. Yeah, right. Okay, so I was watching the Knicks play the Nets last night, and the Knicks were in black jerseys, and the Nets were in white jerseys. And I kept seeing them going up and down the floor, and I was like, wow, the fucking Nets suck. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure? The scores aren't changing. Yeah, the Knicks were in black jerseys last night. The Nets were in black jerseys. No, they weren't. I remember seeing Julius Randle hit a three, and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Oh, you know what? You're right. (laughs) And... I was yeah, like, I don't remember them having us. So James Harden already on the team? He got <laughs> traded 12 minutes ago. He's a beefcake already. <laughs> and I was like, it, it doesn't make any sense. You should have two colors in the NBA. Right. And that's it. And like the third um, like it, accent color, like when the Bears wear sure, orange. Sure, like when you play someone fine. out of conference or whatever. Right. Or, or St. Patrick's Day, fine. Yeah. Everybody wear green, pass cool. the ball to each other and whatever. You know who really went overboard with the jerseys, though? Like they leaned too hard into it was the Heat. 
like those the original vice jerseys where they were like light blue with the pink letters and like the black yeah. accent those were sick yeah they have like a full gradient jersey that's like half pink half light blue and it looks goofy they look like cotton candy ice cream. Well, yeah. that's the thing. Like the mix match with the light blue and like the red moving into it. It's like, oh my goodness, that's it's like, not even red. It's, it's like, like pink. Yeah, it looks like they're a, like a sports team for a freaking gender reveal, dude. Like it looks <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> a mixed up gender reveal, but um, it's like the Surprise, jag- your baby's trans. <laughs> oh shit. Um, but it's like, uh, the Jaguars are the only team that could pull that off because they're the fucking Jaguars. Yeah. You know, they can pull off the multicolored helmet because I mean, they got nothing else going on for them. And that's the way you'll know it's the Jaguars and their old uniforms were disgusting. But with the NBA, it's like, I, I am so out of touch with fashion in general. Like, (laughs) I mean, like I, I cuff my pants when it's summertime with no show socks. That's, that's probably as close to fashion as I get. Mm -hmm. But so we think that the new jerseys are ugly, but there's probably people out there that are like, dude, these are so sick and they're going to buy a million of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course there's definitely the whole spectrum gets covered with, do you hate it? Do you like it? I mean, I remember bringing it up in a couple of group chats, like, how do we feel about these jerseys? And like one person was like, I think I really fuck with them. And like everybody else was like, hate them, hate them. Aren't the Nets like the, the, it looks like it's the owner of the team's like four-year-old son fucking just drew like a, yeah like who does daddy work for? And he just drew Brooklyn Nets on a piece of paper and they put it on the jersey. Yeah. I don't even know what it is. It's supposed to be like a collection of like different letter styles from like iconic Brooklyn things. Oh, it looks so dumb. You know, like those notes that serial killers write by cutting (laughs) things out of magazines, like letters, like yeah, one hundred thousand dollars in ransom. Yeah, that's what their jersey titles. Yeah, (laughs) it looks ridiculous. If that doesn't explain what a serial killer is like, that they'll take time out of their day to cut out magazine letters. Oh my god, how tedious would that be? I remember we had to like do that as an arts and crafts in grade school, and I was like. Nope, can't be a teacher, serial killer. This is too. <laughs> was your teacher John Joe? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, no, it was, was the first actually, time I touched scissors, and I got way too excited. Had yeah. to put them down. <laughs> <laughs> My teacher told me to run with them. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> For our live studio audience yeah, got a kick out of that yeah, one. They love that one. But speaking of like the jerseys being fucked up, the NBA as a whole is even more fucked up. It got so fucked up in the last like three days. It's outrageous. So what the trade was James Harden to the Nets, Oladipo to the Rockets, Levert to the Pacers, and the Rockets got a trillion picks. Yeah, no. Jared so Allen? It, well, the Cavs also got... Um, Torian Prince and Jared Allen. What I love about this is that the Nets had successfully established a core over the last like six years recovering from the Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett trade. Yeah. And they just did it again. Fisted themselves. Not, not did <laughs> like it again. They blew everything up. Karis yeah. Levert is a like a blossoming superstar. Yeah, dude, he's been going ham sauce. The Pacers are about. gonna be high key sick with Levert at point guard, Brogdon at shooting guard, Sabonis at the power forward, Miles Turner at center, and then when Warren comes back, yeah, and Warren at the three, TJ even Ball Justin Holiday there. I mean, he's fine. Yeah. yeah. 
But that's that's literally as good. Gosh, bless it. I said literally 75,000 times <laughs> last week and I got to stop saying it. I'm I'm serious about everything I say for everybody. I got to stop saying literally because I, I am literally serious. Um, <laughs> but that's as good as the Pacers can get. Like, yeah, they're never they going to get that trade. big fucking superstar or anything like that unless they draft them. Like, I feel like this is as good as the Pacers could get as a roster. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all cost controlled. Yeah. Like, they shipped out a guy who is going to be an unrestricted free agent this summer in Victor Oladipo and got a guy that they have three years left on his contract and looks like he's going to be an all-star. Right. And But this is what we were talking about last episode about predictions for the NBA was that uh, I was like, did the Nets have the deepest bench? It's not even like, I mean, KD and Kyrie, obviously a tribute to that, but Lavert coming off the bench, Jared Allen was coming off the bench. And I know they weren't that six, they're six and six right now, but that's because Kyrie is gone. But that's a story for another day. But <laughs> when you have it's a story for like you two have Lavert, like you're saying, is going to be a future All Star coming off the bench as your six man. You don't lose in the NBA. Yeah, right. And now they have 38 year old Jeff Green as their starting center. Bruh, what? Yeah. Let's see how that worked out for LeBron in Miami. Yeah, he won three. But he lost in Cleveland, like deteriorating your bench for three players to inevitably get them worn out by a team that's deep like the Heat or the Pacers where they can defend. Like, what are you going to do against a team that can run nine deep and right. actually give their stars rest? And you're out there 42 minutes a night and they're banging on you like they have like the second string guys come in and be like, post him up, back him down. <laughs> Yeah. Tire his ass out. Like get an offensive foul if you have to, but try and make him follow you. Yeah. And then bye-bye. Bye-bye. Totally do. <laughs> and one ball is not enough to share between Harden and Kyrie specifically. I worry yeah. about those two more than Kevin Durant. Me too. Yeah. Because Kevin Durant isn't afraid of kind of falling by the wayside. Yeah, he just got done playing with Curry and Clay Thompson. He's yeah. fine. He also just tore his Achilles, so if he gets to skip a couple of games, he wouldn't be too upset. Yeah, right. but James the- Harden looks like he ate himself. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like, uh, what's his name? Chris Pratt with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, like you're in- one sandwich away from being fat. Yeah, and then like in two weeks, he's ripped for the movie. That's what James Harden's going to yeah. do. They're going to give him whatever pill they give Hollywood that's yeah. legal in the NBA and he's going to be ripped in the next two weeks going for 40. But the only thing, the only way this makes sense is that they have talked to Kyrie and he said he's done because other than that, he's coming back as of today. I don't know. So then, then yeah, that's a dumbass trade. I could see it going either way though. Like if Kyrie wants out or just continues not to play, they're going to be fine anyway. That's why I think they made the trade and it was a dra- this is a drastic fucking trade. Yeah. If it doesn't work out this year or next year, they're fucked for the next 20 years. Oh, like yeah, they have exactly. nothing. They can't bring anybody in. They can't draft anybody. Right. So remember when they did this? Literally less than a decade ago. Yeah, yeah but that was for an old Paul Pierce and old Kevin Garnett. What's like, I mean, on the surface, yeah, it's a lot different, but who's going to say the results are any different? They didn't win a championship in Brooklyn. They made the playoffs once. That's what I mean. I'm agreeing with you. I don't think that the Nets are going to win a championship. I think so. I think it's going to implode much the same way. 
either like someone's just going to get pissed that they're not getting the ball enough. Like Kyrie and James Harden are the two most ball dominant players there are. Like, yeah, yeah very what, true. What, are you just going to have James Harden play off the ball? No. You're going to have Kyrie you could play off get the him ball? To, you <laughs> if, if you could. could, like, I know, like, at the beginning of the season, they basically said Kyrie and Katie said, like, they don't need a coach. But, like, if you, a guy like Steve Nash, I can see him, number one, which is the most radical thing, is putting on a fucking jersey and playing with these guys. But number <laughs> number two is getting James Harden to buy in. I know that's almost impossible, but it would be awesome if you could just have Kyrie ball dominate and then just have KD and James Harden on the either wings or at the top of the key, just wide open threes over and over and over again. Or straight up trade Kyrie for Russ, bring it all back, win a championship. I, the thing it, is, it I didn't work out in Houston, but maybe in Brooklyn. <laughs> Nobody wants to touch Kyrie with a 10-foot pole because there is the possibility that he retires. Yeah, I could see it. I mean, he's doing a lot for the social injustice and everything, and I tip my hat to him. But Okay, that's a, the other thing, though. Like, what has he actually done? Yeah. He's, it's a lot of lip service. He actually hasn't... I mean, aside from participating in a couple marches this summer... It's not like he's financially done anything, to right. my knowledge. It's not like he's built like, a school like LeBron. Right. He, I mean, he was seen partying with, like, Drake and somebody else, like, last week, and now the NBA is investigating that. Like, Yeah, and their mask off, you know? So, so here's the thing, though. How has he not been fined already? Like, Agreed, for sitting out because I uh, just... You know, didn't want to play. Right. Like, how does that just slide? You should. You should be like banned. In you should be banned from pay and playing for two weeks when you decide to come back. Right. You in signed a contract, buddy. Like, yeah. Well, here's the thing about Kyrie. You're legally obligated. I've talked about this before about like how w- when we we say like, oh, dude, you're getting paid billions, millions of dollars. You should go out and play. This is what you're getting paid for. Kyrie is one of those guys who didn't exactly come from nothing. So it's not like, I'm not saying he came from millions, but his like uncle is Rod Strickland. His dad almost made to the league. I'm pretty sure. So I'm, he's like, money isn't his biggest factor. He thinks he's a fucking artist. And he also thinks the world is flat. He, he said, sorry about that. He said, sorry about that. He's still a moron. <laughs> Wait, what I, did I'm I not, say? I'm not sticking up for him whatsoever. I'm just saying like, Right. The, the argument is that you're getting paid millions of dollars to play basketball, play basketball. And if he's sitting out for social injustice reasons, that's perfectly fine with me. But to not say anything, we can speculate all day about why right. he's sitting out. Yeah. So I can call yeah. him a scumbag right now because I don't know why he's not playing. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, if he actually does do things on behalf of social injustice, that's great. Because, I mean, there are a few people with like the platform that he has to go out and make a change. But like, I feel like he's just using that almost as like a blanket cover up. How much sage do you think he owns? I think maybe he's lost in the sage. He's lost in the smoke. He can't get out of his house. (laughs) (laughs) He can't find find his car. (laughs) I just wanted to bring the energy up a little bit. Cause how do you just like actually bring yourself to lighting up sage and walking around an arena that you isn't your home court? I don't That's know. That's a hilarious it's, thing to do. Is he the first one to ever burn sense? 
I could probably, I could see Dennis Rodman doing some shit like that. No, Dennis yeah, but, Rodman lit up a blunt. Not yeah, what, he, what he burns <laughs> goes yeah. into his lungs and not to cleanse the environment of bad vibes. Yeah. Like it's to cleanse his bad vibes within. You know what wouldn't surprise me? If Kyrie was like one of the biggest investors in that like vagina stone that Gwyneth Paltrow made. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was like, oh yeah, you deserve it. Thanks. But like, the dude is just banana land crazy. Like yeah. I, there are a few people I dislike more than Kyrie Irving. Yeah, but the thing about that is I love watching him play. I love watching him play. Yeah, but you only get it like twice. No, I totally understand that, but I'm saying yeah. when he's balling, man, he's fun to watch. He's a little guy, and he's just found ways to get around people, score in different ways, and he shoots the lights out. His knock is that he's absolutely clinically insane yeah. and that he went to Duke, but other than that. <laughs> Crap a Duke. So let's just boil this down to it's Coach K's fault. <laughs> and that's fair. Everything but, after Duke, yeah, bad, yeah, yeah. Before Duke, except that not shot sure. in the NBA Finals, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Story for another day. Um, but while we're on the topic of the NBA, Bradford Brady Ryan has hit his parlay. He had the Browns money line over the Steelers and a Kareem Hunt anytime TD, and he and scored with, two. And with that, Brady is now officially. Back on the Bulls. I would like to publicly apologize for what I said about Patrick Williams. And I know after I do this, he's going to start stinking because he heard me. I know he heard me. I know it. But I would like to publicly apologize to him and his family and his mother who runs the flower shop because I made fun of him for that. And it's just a great thing that he's doing. And I think if he can start knocking down this mid-range jumper, we're looking at Kawhi Jr. I yeah, that it's was so my great to have you back on the Bulls. Kawhi. It's so nice to be back. Yeah, it's so great. I'm to staring have you at this four and seven <laughs> record right now with so much optimism. It's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> the thing a week is, ago, like, Brady was like, "We're not gonna make a playoff. Why would we do this?" Blah blah blah. And I was like, "In a week, you're gonna be back if you hit this part." Like, oh, hands down, absolutely, we're so back. The normal fan gets you nowhere. No yeah. one wants to listen to the normal fan. That's like, oh yeah, well, we're gonna, the Bulls will be good. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully they make the playoffs. <laughs> the wild thing is the Bulls, three of the Bulls' losses have come by a possession or less. We lost to the Warriors on a Steph Curry buzzer beater. Classic. We lost to the Lakers by two, and we lost to the Clippers by three. Can I talk about that Lakers game real quick? Sure. Yeah. Zach oh Levine scores the most points. I get that. He's sort of the leader, but you give the ball to Kobe White there. Give it to somebody. Get a shot that can have a chance to go in, especially when I have you money line against the Lakers who are probably winning the championship. I could have won money. But here's the thing about Zach Levine. He is the greatest scorer of all time when it means nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Contested like jumpers. Trubisky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later. I'm sorry about that. No, no. Um, no, we'll get to But, it. like, contested jump shots with people open. Zach Levine, bucket for the game. Doesn't know where the rim is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but that play was just so forced. But like the fact, the fact of the matter is, I don't care that Anthony Davis wasn't playing because the Lakers are great without him. They're absolutely unreal with him. Yeah, we only lost to them by two points. I know. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I, I'm all in, like I never left, but I also am not solely invested in them like I am other Chicago teams. Yeah, right. The Bulls are my sole investment. Yeah. Are close Here's the thought. Victor Oladipo, unrestricted free agent. What's his calling card? To come here? No, just in general. Like, what is he good at? Everything. Defense. Defense. If you Shooting. I would say he's good at shooting. His handles could be a little bit better. His court awareness is stellar. I don't know. Where are we going with it? Bulls, 2021. You sign him in a couple other ancillary pieces, and you have... I totally know what that word means. Go on. The Rockets would fucking love to have Zach Levine on their team. (laughs) I would rather have Zach Levine than Victor Oladipo right now. What? All, all Victor Oladipo is is just a smidge better than Zach Levine and played more meaningful games. They dunk. Ooh. Good. Zach Levine, that tip over Kawhi and then the flawless dunk, I was like, that's that's an easy dunk. That was a good quality fast break. Slam Marooney. <laughs> Slam dunk. <laughs> tactical foul. Two tactical fouls. Foul. No, wait. Two fouls. Yeah. That's two points, Father Pat. Yeah, if like slam dunks could win us championships, Zach Levine's my guy. Yeah, exactly. But keep going with your what you're saying. A defensive lineup. I mean, it's like a balanced lineup, but you'd have Zach Levine running the point, Victor Oladipo at two, Pat Williams at three. Oh, so you're getting uh, Kobe White? Uh, no, Kobe White is either he could be in the game or on the bench. I mean, nope. You don't have. <laughs> I mean, Kobe White is great. I think he's awesome, but that's I not his name. He's a defensive. His player, name is Kobe Walking Bucket White. <laughs> he's the Captain same Kobe thing White. as Zach Levine. So he's better. He's played, played in more meaningful games at North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Strictly the North Carolina part. Strictly. Okay. I hear what you're saying, though, but I Kobe White really isn't a passer either. So, I mean, why don't we just have uh, Wendell Carter run the point? Uh, oh Kobe White plays center. That's basically what you're saying. I hate Wendell Carter. Yeah, dude, he's, he's woken up. He's woken up a little bit. Dude, as dude, much as I can't okay, say hold it. Hold on. Waking up to just a minuscule 10 points every once in a while and then a couple 10 rebounds in a, once in a blue moon and like a dunk here and there is not waking up. It's being a tank of a draft pick in the top 10. Yeah, but that's what the Bulls do. But that's all I really can ask from him right now. It's not the final product what I want, but what he's been playing as is like, is wow, he, in, he remembered how to play basketball. Is he in year four right now? Three. Three? Still yeah. the same as one, regardless of what year it I is. think he's only he's, 21, though. He's also been injured, like, more than half the game. Yeah, games. the greats don't get injured, and when they do, they still play very well. Yep. But, yeah. Great great players, great bones, great ligaments. That's what I'm saying. Drink your milk, kids. Don't um, take steroids. Okay, now that we're, uh, we'll move on from NBA, but let's do uh, updated finals matchups and MVP again. Uh, Real quick, come on. I'll go first. Lakers, Nets, still KD, MVP. Clippers, Nets, James Harden, MVP. Oh. (laughs) Heat, Lakers, LeBron, MVP. That's good. That's probably going to be what it is. It's the Heat. Um, Another run back. Okay. All right. I don't hate it. Ladies and gentlemen. Brady's bodily bewilderments. 
So we talked about this previously when we were talking about hair, I think. I don't know. But um, so if you just look down at your hands, this will just like <laughs> baffle you. You've never really thought about it this way. What are these little plastic things that grow out of our fingers? Fingernails? <laughs> yeah. They're hair. And your toes. Like, they're, they're not hair, dude. They're plastic, and that's why there's so much plastic in the ocean, because they just fall off we don't know, and they just grow back. They're for protection. I understand that they're for protection. They have to have a use. Like, everything in the body has to have a use, but there's just like... What? Like, look at your hands and just be like, oh, why you guys, do you think, it's, you think it's so normal to just have plastic coming out of your fingers? <laughs> you want to know something else that's crazy? Yeah. Of course. The material of our fingernails is the same thing that makes up rhino's horns. So rhino's horns are made of plastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's primarily keratin. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. But how is it that, like, I understand, like, the, the blood on the bottom and, like, no oxygen is why it stays clear but then it gets to the end and it's like gets more white and then you have to clip them and then they just keep growing where does it where does it come from like wolverine comes from under just, just so is, right there, is there just fucking little pieces of plastic just inside my <laughs> knuckle right now like how does it get past your knuckle and then past your other knuckle here into your finger. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. There's no way, dude. There's no way. Where does it stop? Where does, Where it, does it come from? Where the fuck does it come isn't from? Isn't it hair follicles? Like, isn't it like a... Aren't they somehow related to hair or am I crazy? Do you want to hear another crazy thing about hair? I have no idea, honestly. I think it's hair, but go on, yes. But this is another bewilderment, sort of, but it goes along with it. Like, I think... I read one time that your eyebrows like were made because it stops sweat or something. But what the fuck are these little things above her eye? Caterpillars. Like, why does it grow right here and then not like all the way up your forehead? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's also sun protection for your eyes. Golly, it's great to have you back. Thanks. <laughs> so whoever made sunglasses is a fraud. <laughs> yeah, well, no, but yeah. Yeah, it's like a little visor over your eye. <laughs> yeah, but that's like, the, I guess so. But it's like the body just, the more and more we do this, just freaks me the fuck out. Yeah. But, um, okay, no answer again. I no, stumped, yeah. stumped everybody again. Especially like with your beard and like, where does the hair decide to grow? Yeah. Like, how do we pick this? Uh, I don't know. I think it's like, it's from like hair like grows more like where fat is, I guess. So... Is that true? Yeah, like, that's why, like, I have hair on my belly. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I started getting more hair around my belly button when I started getting a little chunky around the waist. So I think that's, like, where it stems from, but then I think about the skull. No wonder it's so hairy down there. (laughs) I got a bodacious butt. (laughs) Yeah, so that's basically what your your, your butt is, is fucking fat. So that's why you got a hairy butt. (laughs) I am thick. But But I'm also not hairy. What? I think it's a. It's also like hereditary. Like it's yeah. hair. And shit so too. now we're just grasping at straws. Yeah, it's only so true if it applies to you. Right. But here's another Ooh, thing rhymes, about. So here's another thing about fingers. Since we're talking about fingernails, do you know how snapping works? Yep. Do you know like where the sound come fr- comes from? Yeah, your palm. Yeah, I just found that out the other day. Oh, you thought it came from the like the friction. Of yeah. The- yeah, did you try to snap with just your fingers? I did. And <laughs> I then remember I when I was real in quick. third grade. But you you didn't know that until you knew it. Yeah, you're right. You didn't snap the first time. You're like, oh, wow, it's coming from my palm. Agreed. 
Yeah. How do you invent snapping too? Like what the fuck? <laughs> hey, it, the first time it must have been an accident. Yeah, right. it had to have been. Like, oh man, there's a lot of pressure built up between my middle finger and my thumb right now. What happens if I break it? Oh my oh. god. Oh, sound. Oh my god. I am going to be such an enigma. Uh. That's how people communicated <laughs> before words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope grunts, you're having a great day too. <laughs> grunts and snaps. <laughs> Three snaps means fire. Two snaps means water. <laughs> I oh did two snaps. I did two. I did two. The guy who couldn't snap would just be banished from. Yeah. <laughs> He'd just be constantly lit on fire and put out with water. Yeah. No, I don't know which one I want. I can't do it. Darwinism. He's dead. <laughs> Cannonball, bye bye. Um, Speaking of people with great evolution and just talking about body bewilderments in themselves, how about some of these studs that play in professional sports? It, yeah, we'll get there. There are some handsome. Before thoughts. we get there, I want to bring something to light. Okay. So, have you guys heard of the seventy-five hard challenge? I have heard of it, Brez. You have not heard no. of it. So, the seventy-five hard challenge is called like a mental toughness challenge. And so it's 75 days long, and there are like seven rules. You have to, one, follow a diet with no cheap meals and no alcohol. You have to do two 45-minute workouts, and one has to be outside. You have to take daily progress pictures of yourself. You have to drink one gallon of water, and you have to read 10 pages of like an entrepreneurial like something or other book. Sounds like someone trying to make money off of the TV 12 method. Right, exactly. <laughs> so what I suggest is we mold it just a little bit and we call it the 75 firm challenge and we all try it and see if it, anything changes. I'm a big firm guy. Yeah, I don't know. We don't want to be hard, but still solid. So right. 75 firm is a lot easier to accomplish considering the title of the podcast. So my buddy's doing it and I was talking to him on the way here actually about it. And I was like, so what are you going to do about working out outside today? It's raining. And then what if it's day 45 and you're like, oh, fuck, can't work out. Can't work out outside today. I, I lose. So I just have to start over. Yeah. Not something I'd sign up for. No, exactly. No way. If you have like one cheat meal, you have to like restart. the Yeah. Count. So that's the problem. So here's me. where we get into the fun stuff. 75 days um, is about 10 weeks, right? Um, sure. Almost 11. Yeah, almost 11. See, quick math. And St. Patrick's month is coming up. We know we're going to be drinking. So what I suggest is that you do a workout of at least 45 minutes. Do it outside or inside. doesn't even matter. Follow a diet sometimes. And alcohol when... Um, Rather, like if you drink five times a week, cut it in half. And you're thinking, whoa, that doesn't equally divide by two. Exactly. You get a half day to drink. <laughs> I like that. My whole plan for life when I become president is that there's a half day in between Sunday and Monday. Perfect. I love that. Late arrival or early dismissal? Uh, early dismissal. You have so much more of the day. Shh. Late arrival. Shh. You take a nap. Okay, but, but okay, so if we're going to do this, I'm already on day three. Okay, sober McGee, relax. I'm not even talking well, about being sober. I, w I went to... Uh, let me just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is a problem I have with it is was the cheat day part, and that's what I was getting into. Like, 
I be, I worked out uh, for the first time on Tuesday in like six months. And right. like all I could think about on the treadmill was like Saturday when I get to have Chipotle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's the only thing that gets me through a workout. But I do care about the way I look eventually and I want to like look better, but right. like it's all about the cheat meal. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Every, you get like maybe one a week, just go banana land like Brez loves mm-hmm. to say. And then you take a progress picture when you feel cute instead of every day because why do we need that negativity if the, the gains aren't happening you know i think we can get this thing going and then uh the 10 pages of reading i actually did start reading i know crazy but um you know read just try it because it's, like a book <laughs> you think that's funny yeah what about comics <laughs> super exactly and then the gallon of water it's just like I almost drink a gallon of water. I try to. I legitimately try to drink just a dumb amount of water. And then there's some people who are like, you're drinking too much water. Which one is it? Which one is it? No, I drink think. a ton of water. So when you work out, make sure you work out in a gray sweatshirt, uh, like a gray sweatshirt or gray shirt too. Oh, so yeah. everyone thinks you're working harder. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Is Before you even work out, go sit in a steam room with a gray sweatshirt on, then go work out. And, and then like, that pass guy just out. got here. <laughs> yeah. That guy just got here. The stairs must've been a bitch on the way in. Vest is like, I'm like, cool down, walk around the track a little bit. And I'm staring at everybody. I'm like, you guys think you're working hard right now? Look at my fucking shirt. Exactly. Our so, athletic department only let us work out in gray shirts pretty much for that reason. Hell yeah. If, if you were actually working out. Yeah. So the funny thing, way, come take I pictures. I don't sweat. So another way to tell, like, they could tell you were hungover <laughs> based on, how much you usually sweat, and then if you didn't. Oh, you can they, usually tell by my yeah, stench. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody bring in your gray shirts. We're going to weigh them, see how much you sweat. You oh, they, that was purely off the visual aesthetic. I think the if part... you weren't pitting out, you weren't working. Hell yeah, I like that. I mean, I pit out during the day, so... Yeah. My oh, thing dude, about... when you're overprescribed on Adderall, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, the back... Unbelievable. My thing, I'm going to make a little uh, exception for my f- firm thing. What, 45 day firm is what we're going to 75 firm. F- 75 days we're going to do? Okay. Okay, until St. Patrick's Month firm. That's probably like f- around 45 days. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So. Tomorrow would be 45 days till March or something like that. Sounds good. Um, I am only going to drink to get wasted. Yes. Perfect. Clear That's, liquor. Yeah. Just house it. No, just it, no more of the like three or four drinks. Um, just cause you only binge drink. There's yes. no, there's no cheating I'm this in. workout. I'm in. Yeah. And if you want to drink on a Tuesday, fuck it. You gotta get out. You gotta black out. You gotta take this seriously. It's a mental toughness. You don't have to, you, you do have to stop. I'm in. You don't have to stop at four drinks like you usually do on a weekday. If you decide that you're two a days or whatever of drinking, you got to dive head first in. Whoops, I cracked a beer eight o'clock on a Tuesday night. I got work at 8 a.m. Tough titties. 70 or 45 days firm. I got to dive in. 100%. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's a mental toughness. All right, I'm in. All right, done deal. But now, Brady, speaking of us getting hot. You're correct. There are a plenty of good-looking guys. So that's not the right button for what we're feeling, but it's a placeholder. Okay. All right. We're going to do the list version, most attractive current athletes. I want to say something before we start. Um, 
Current athletes is what ticked me off. I was pissed off because you know who's the David Beckham? No, Who? fucking Eric Decker is a rocket. Oh yeah, he's a smoke show. I don't even know what he looks like, dude. Uh, just picture chiseled god with great beard structure and jaw jawline. It just gets the guys going. And girls. you know how Checks like out. the two things usually don't go together is like someone who's really ripped probably isn't like the most attractive facially type of person. Yeah, he's both. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, damn. And so, his wife too. They're a power couple. Yeah. So this I is. I bet uh, they're gonna have ugly babies. Well, okay. Uh, I mean, if I, you're thinking about Dude, recessive if two biology, tens get genes. together, they can only make fives. It's a, it, I didn't make the rules. <laughs> it's math divide. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll have to check up on that one. Look at David Beckham's kids. He yeah. married what was it, Ginger Spice? Yeah, <laughs> she's hot as hell. Victoria yeah. and their kids. Look like a drawing, <laughs> like a soccer <laughs> ball. Yeah. All right. So the list best looking active male athletes edition. This is for the ladies, but also for the guys who are like, yeah, it wouldn't be the worst to switch bodies with that guy. Right. For the guys who aren't insecure. Right. Exactly. Be in touch with your, um, you know, emotions and feelings. Yeah. Um, just because you say they're attractive doesn't mean you want to fuck them. Right. Exactly. But like, maybe. maybe. <laughs> yeah. If you want to fuck it, I don't give a shit who what knows. you do. All right. Um, then we will go uh, me, Brady, Brez, Brez, Brady, me, and little Snakey Snake. What you just said. Okay. I think you said my name first. No, it's first. my name first. I'm okay. First. Uh, numero uno, right off the bat, Travis Kelsey. Great pick. Great pick. There's Interesting no pick, honestly. I mean, He's always lined up, bro. Dude, he's clean cut all the time. Beard perfectly. Dude, I can't even line up my beard. And what is he, six, quote unquote six, beard. six? Yeah. Just, Tall guys win. Yeah, he's busky. And he can dance. It's just like, mm. He's like the kind of jacked where it's like you see the guy and you're like, I don't think he has a six pack, but you know what? He's got a washboard under there. You don't know? Yeah, yeah. You no know doubt. what? I want to find out. I, if he's like a guy who's like, why are you wearing a shirt ever? <laughs> <laughs> he should take the crop top look away from Ezekiel Elliott because Zeke is now beefcake material and Travis Kelsey should just walk around with his crop top on. Yeah. I'm in on that. Okay, Brady. Um, are we going in like number one as our number one guy or just... We can. I think... Um, It'd be up to the listeners to decide what orders and everything. So okay. it's up to you. So I I'll just go, go with the first name on my list. And he's getting a little bit older, doesn't have a washboard under his jersey, but I know where this is. Tom going. Brady is a God rocket. Damn I could have seen that. He's a handsome fella. <laughs> yeah, he's handsome. No, but he's is he most attractive athlete. Yeah. No. For his age and okay. his career. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. he's I I would like to switch I don't know how many. I don't know how many. But right now, would you like right now? Just yes. Switch with. His. Wish I was his kid. Fun oh fact: I actually saw him and his family in Costa Rica because they owned a house in the town that I was living in for a month when I was down there. Nice. And it was right after the Super Bowl. Did you see Jules? Jules Julian Edelman was always down there with him. I did not see Jules. I just saw everybody clamoring over this lady and I was like who is that and I was like oh my god I don't remember her name at the time but I was like that's a supermodel and then literally two hours later we were chilling on the beach and then there was like a like a block off and then like a private access yeah. beach and it was like him and his wife that's and their lives. kids <laughs> he on lives their own private beach and I was like fuck but that brings me to my he main is point a pretty man yeah is like how many ugly guys you know that are married to a supermodel. Yeah, good point. Good point. Good point. 
But I, you know who's even hotter? Yeah, Brez has back-to-back picks. His replacement, or what was supposed to be his replacement, Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo. G. Oh, yeah. Guy's a stud. Yeah. Oh, Handsome my God. Fellow. Handsome if fellow. I legitimately could switch bodies with one person, it would be Jimmy G, unquestioned. Wow. He's not tall enough. No, he's not. Dude, he's six foot. Yeah, he can't That's dunk. That's your Probably can't dunk. Mm, he never has done. <laughs> we got to get him on here, see if he has. I could totally see him throwing down like a tomahawk. I could also see him politely laying up and asking everyone else if it's okay if he scores. <laughs> I could see that too. <laughs> Is it okay if I just guys- do a layup instead of a dunk and then steal your girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> she told me it's cool. Yeah, I'm totally okay with that, man. Good for her. All right, bros. All right. Second one. He's a little actually on the artistic side. It's Kelly Oubre. Yeah. Yeah. Stunt. Ladies uh-huh. love Kelly Oubre. Yeah. Can't, can't imagine why. He's a, he's a handsome fellow. He can ball. He's tall, dark, and handsome. Next. He's light skin and he's got blue eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Next question, Brady. Um, how many are we doing? Uh, I think we're going to do five. Five perfectly. Yeah, five. So my next one is Jared Goff. California boy. Really? He's paid. I think he looks like a goober. What? He yeah. looks like he sits with his mouth open. Tall guy. <laughs> <laughs> he did, he So what? That's hilarious. Just put your mouth in it. <laughs> what? That's what you tell the girl. Make any you, sense. Tell, you tell the girl, you say, put sit with my mouth open, put your mouth in it. Yeah, put, put your mouth on my mouth. He's a Cali boy. He's paid. He's six five. All right. Stud. That's okay. Um, I'm sure, a I lot of be- women would, would agree with me. Okay, I would beg to differ. Now I got to. Now we're getting to the nitty gritty. Um, AJ Brown on the Tennessee Titans. Oh yeah, they're handsome, handsome as mofo. Rip, dude, just immaculate. Mm-hmm. Just a, a structure out of nowhere, chiseled by the gods, Greek gods, Zeus to be exact. Unreal. But now we're going to transition a little away from that. Not really away from that, but Baker Mayfield. Love him. Hands down. Next. Okay. Oh, no. We're not even questioning it. No, you can't. I don't love it. If you look up a picture of Baker Mayfield. You think Jared Goff is more attractive than Baker Mayfield. Tall guy, man. Oh, my God. Baker Mayfield. If we're going over to Jimmy G, Baker's 6'1", I think. Yeah, but he's like Jimmy G on the roster. So Jimmy G is like Jimmy G's bronze. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going against your Jared Goff. Like I wouldn't even put Jared Goff in top five most attractive quarterbacks. I would. Think I could more people would right take now? Jared Goff of Baker Mayfield. Uh, Baker Mayfield, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, all more attractive than Jared Goff. I mean, eventually you have to talk to the person, and once Patrick Mahomes opens his mouth, he goes from a ten to a three. Ah, uh, debatable. Ten nope. to a six. Fine. Okay. <laughs> Your pick? Do I get two? No, you don't. I get never two. get two. No. Cool. You're whatever. in the middle of a snake draft. Uh, Ronaldo. I mean, yeah. Guys, Ooh, I was gonna bring up a soccer player next. Too. They fucking absolutely obliterated his head statue. Yeah. But that guy literally could be a statue. <laughs> yeah. They really butchered it. They he could be yeah. a statue. Yeah. There yeah. is there is a little knock on him. They heard he's got a tiny peep. Oop. Hey, we don't knock that. <laughs> I mean, it was from it was from like an OnlyFans girl though, because I don't know oh, if she was looking for clout Jason. or yeah, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Okay. All right. Am I back to back now? Yeah, you're back to back now. Oh, Bradley Beal. Like that? Yeah. He gets Solid. buckets and he's handsome as hell. Yeah, like he's that. a handsome fellow. 
And you know what? He meets your tall qualifications. I've, and you know what? He's just the perfect height where it's not like, holy fuck, he's tall. Yeah. But you're like, he's tall. Kind of yeah. get on a step he's stool like, to kiss him. Yeah. Yeah, a little right. bit. And then another soccer player, Olivier Giroud, striker for Arsenal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays. He had that crazy header in, uh, <laughs> I think he is he from the Netherlands. Her. Remember, he was literally a meme. Like oh, before yeah, memes yeah. existed. Oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think he's from Netherlands, though. Oh, France. Yes, he's, he's from France. France. Yeah, with okay. a name like Olivier Chabrud. What am I saying? <laughs> what are you doing? He tells you the his name, and you're like, I don't speak French. <laughs> yeah, the guys in the Netherlands got names like Iron Robin, and it's spelled with a J. <laughs> they haven't seen the sun in years. All right, Brady, you got four. This um, is your fourth pick. Louis Hamilton, he is, he doesn't meet the tall requirement, but he's like, he's an international superstar. Um, you don't know who Louis Hamilton is? No, the no F, the, F, the Formula One guy who always wins? Nope. Okay, so he's the master of F1 formula racing, which is a huge deal and makes a trillion dollars. And he gets to tell the girls that he's a bad boy. <laughs> That's dope. Oh, bad racing is a it. bad boy sport. All right. Okay. All right. I don't mind it. I don't. I don't know him, but well, I'm guessing. Well, when you see him, you'll be like, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And when I see him, I'll be like, yeah, that's more handsome than Jared Goff. <laughs> <laughs> I would take Louis Hamilton over Jared Goff. Yeah. All right. All right. So I got my last two right now. First off, Devin Booker. Yep. Yeah. Devin Booker's a pretty handsome dude, right? I like that. I th- okay, great. Perfect. Moving on. Um, you kind of mentioned it, so I don't know if I want to take him, but Julian Edelman. Oh, yeah. Rocket. Yeah. Smoke show. Short guy. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Way Except better looking it. than He's Jared fucking Goff. hilarious. Way better looking than Jared Goff. I'm just telling you, the tall guy thing makes a big difference. Okay. Then your last pick. I'm, I'm the last pick for the ladies because I'm a short guy. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you think I didn't even put that together, neither did I. Brady, put I've had success. Um, <laughs> my last guy is if you just take away the whole the whole face, and it doesn't matter because when he takes his shirt off, it's just a different animal. It's DK Metcalf. Yeah. Okay. Along the same vein as AJ Brown, college teammates. Yeah. yeah. You don't even have to look at him ever. Yeah. Like in the face. Yeah, that's fair. That's okay. I mean, your list is definitely le- worst. Um, of the three, but okay, I see where you're going. I wouldn't say it's the worst. Put Jared Goff's face on DK Metcalf's body, still not attractive. If your <laughs> were a team, they would be the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, okay, yeah, I guess I am the worst. <laughs> All right, Brez. RIP in peace, my sweet prince, James McCann. Oh yeah, dude is uh, very like, handsome. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, he just left. Yeah, uh, he just he just left. That's a tough pick though. He wears a helmet a lot. Yeah, but he wears a mask too, dude. But when Jared he takes Goff it off, has you're like, a Whoa. cage around his face. He is like the face of L.A. Everybody knows exactly what the guy looks like, LeBron except James nobody in L.A. is Rams fans. Yeah, LeBron James is the face of L.A. right now. Okay, good. The LeBron James has a wife. <laughs> okay, Jared Goff has a butter face. You have a butter face. Exactly. Again. My point. Uh, Above he breathes six feet. with his you don't mouth have a open. Face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, a mouth breather. Yeah. <laughs> That's synonymous like with I can't say the word, but 
non-intelligent. One of your picks is known for a ball going off this guy's head, so quiet. A header, and it was a magnificent goal, and they won the World Cup. So what most most people see is his head being deformed by a ball. Uh, It's not even being deformed. Attractive. Are you (laughs) insane? Yes. All right, last pick. Shakira's husband, Gerard Piquet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I feel soccer like we could players? Have, we like, could have done this without soccer yeah, players. The, yeah, the ladies yeah. just got to love soccer players. Well, you have to be in insane shape. I, I think before you get drafted, you got to, like, they put your skill level next to your headshot. And they're yeah, like, yeah. They're if like, these add up, sure. If you're astronomically good at soccer and your face is just okay, okay, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt. But if your skill level is above average and your looks are below average, see you next year, kid. Thanks for coming out. Yeah. Honorable mention, J.J. Redick. Yeah, I, I know that's a good one. I know Crappy Duke, but... I just, when I see his face, I get angry. Yeah, that's fair, because a lot of people feel that way, but he is a handsome fellow. Yeah, and he pulled off a sleeve. Like, that's pretty tough. Yeah, it is tough. But, All right. Um, my, my, Wait, I got an honorable mention. Okay. So do I. Go ahead. Family friend, Kyle Corver. Ooh. Family friend. Family friend. Did yeah. you guys kiss? You gave him no, a hug? No, we didn't kiss, but uh, when my he finally Dan did. Kissed For him? sure. Kissed him? Yeah, they were roommates all four years at Creighton. Oh, yeah, you got to experience. Nice. Middle of Nebraska, got to start kissing dudes. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Don't have many other options. What, are you going to kiss a corn stalk? I was literally about to make a corn joke. Damn it. He was was good looking in college, but then once he finally went to like the Euro clean cut, then it was like, damn, Kyle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he used to have the lettuce, man. So this isn't really my honorable mention. I was kind of surprised by this. I was texting my girlfriend about it just to see like what she thought about it before we talked about it. She said Rory McIlroy. What? Yeah, that's what I said too. Oh my god! I, but it, like, did I'm she pretty... also say Jerigoff? No, that oh, was me all by myself. Okay, so get over it. Have <laughs> you ever pushed a tennis racket against your face? And you're like, face? <laughs> because that's <laughs> like when I think of Rory McIlroy, that's kind. Of I was surprised thing. by it too, but then I thought about it. Like, I mean, is it just the accent? I, it, but that's the whole thing. We have a couple of European guys like Ronaldo, ten points extra for being European. Right. Louis Hamilton, ten points extra. Being European, Olivier Giroud, he could fucking speak French. Yeah, but his face is deformed. He has half a head. No, he's not. He is handsome as shit. He has half a head because of the soccer. (laughs) Because of the soccer. Because of the soccer. (laughs) Oh my goodness! All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take just a quick break before we get into the MLB and NFL and our predictions for this Saturday Sunday. Brb. Sunday. 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 And we're back after just a short studio break. Um, So I do want to talk about the MLB real quick because the White Sox lineup is making me so ready for baseball season. And we just signed Liam Hendricks. Let me just give you guys a little taste about what's going to happen. So the mock lineup for the White Sox right now is uh, Timothy Anderson, Adam Eaton, Adam Easton, sorry. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Grandal, Abreu, Jimenez, Moncada, Robert, or Robert, and then Ingle and Madrigal. And take fucking Eaton and put him anywhere. I don't really care, but Robert should be second. And that's a monstrosity. Yeah. In the but, best way possible. I mean, everybody other than Madrigal and 
angle and Eaton could just send you 400 at any fucking time. Yeah, but also, Ingle, still I love Ingle so much. No, no, you can't have nine guys who can hit home runs. It'll yeah, turn exactly. It'd be unfair. Yeah. 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 But no, that wouldn't be unfair. It's just not the, the with the analytics. It's and disgusting. Yeah, that lineup's scary as shit. Yeah. I don't know if I can put anybody on the Cubs in that lineup. Yeah, I don't. I, it's it's a tough one. Like, who are you going to take out? Oh, I I I could get rid of Madrigal. I'll take Bias. Put him in second. No problem. Shit, like I would <laughs> rather have Madrigal than Javi Bias. Hot take. So I I fucking thank God we're talking about the Sox. We're not going to get this. I fucking hate the Cubs right now. But that's yeah. a story for another day. But it, this it lineup be a story for right the now. The Cubs are debatably like more fucked up in terms of ownership and what the product that they're putting on the field and the bears don't get fucking crazy. That's <laughs> fucking crazy to say. What have they done? That's, They've just sold off the entire team. They didn't win uh, their last championship in 1985. That's what they've done. All right. That's a fair argument. Okay. <laughs> I would rather like, we at least have a future. Yeah, that's, it's that's like, debatable. It's you like, have a shit farm system right now. Okay. But our GM isn't Ryan Pace who was taught by nobody it's a guy who learned under Theo Epstein who's going to become the commissioner of baseball who signed to be a consultant today, and he's just waiting for Rob Manfred to get fired. Is that what's going on? Is that what's happening? Is huh? that what's happening? And he's going to become the commissioner of baseball, yeah. and he's going to cheat for the Cubs. The, yeah, Theo is I taking over the cheat for the Red Sox. No, he doesn't like them anymore. No, well, uh... There has to, there doesn't need to be any cheating for the Chicago White Sox because they are gross. Is Hendricks from the A's? Yes. Yeah, that dude throws 170. And he's a psychopath-looking motherfucker on the fucking The mountain. only thing, the only snag I have with that, though, as a team, we tatted him the fuck up whenever he was pitching in the playoffs this year. Well, we faced him three games, and they beat us, so... He was pulled both times he pitched. And Good. Runs. So if you can't beat him, join him. Perfect. Next. Thank you. Hot take. Would have liked to have Colomay back, too. Colomay? That, that dude's arm's going to fall off. No, it's no, what's the guy's name who rolls up his sleeve? Oh, that guy's got Sidero. a fucking, yeah. Sidero's his name, I think? No, it, no. it's close. It's close to Colin. Jimmy Cordero. Yeah, Cord- yeah, dude, that guy's arm is actually going to fall off. Yeah. Dude, it looks like he goes to the gym and just does bicep curls yeah, for four hours. Idiot. Should have been a fucking Instagram influencer instead of an MLB player. You really biffed it. You really biffed it. Yeah, um, so do you think the Sox can win it this year? Yes, I do. I don't think we're done in free agency either. Yeah, I, also, I really think we're in on the Trevor Bauer sweepstakes. No, I, yeah, Why we are. We Dude, my coworker One said this push. to me, and I've no never way. been like, I've never had like the brain exploding meme <laughs> until he said it, like in real life, when he Ooh. was like, dude, it's Jerry Reinsdorf and Tony LaRusa's like, Basically, ride off into the sunset. They're like, fuck it. Let's win one more. Throw the bag around. Go get guys. Like, like why? I mean, we could have had Michael Brantley. We could have had any of the other outfielders. We took Adam Eaton. Easton. We signed <laughs> Jimmy Hendrix or whatever his name is. Liam. Liam Hendricks. Jimmy Hendricks. <laughs> Go out and get Trevor Bauer. Yeah, that'd be grotesque. How 
filthy would your team be from top to bottom where you legitimately don't even need Tony La Russa? But you know what? The guy speaks fluent Spanish, so he fits in the fucking dugout. I don't believe that for a second. He's half Hispanic, dude. His last name is La Russa. Yeah, he speaks perfect Spanish, English, and gibberish. So (laughs) we're all in on that. I swear to drunk, I'm not God, officer. <laughs> You're doing how high are you? No, me. officer, it's hi. How are you? We need to get we need to get Brad's doing that as a clip for what you're doing this to embarrass me. That's <laughs> what he told the cop when he got. Yeah, I know for the DUI. I know. I know. It's so funny. Well aware, um, but yes, to answer your question, I think the Sox can do it this year. It it would help to get another horse to start pitching. Um, rather than coming out of the bullpen. Like an actual but, horse? Um, I wouldn't be too bummed with an actual horse. That'd be kind of dope. That's how good we're going to be. Hey. Dude, you put a basket on their back, call it a glove, they could be sick. They'd be way better than Nomar Mazzara. <laughs> Thank God. Hey, he was strong. clutch in the playoffs. That is true. That's he, fine. He did get a couple of nice hits. Yeah, a little dinkaroonie here, a little dinkaroonie there, and then, whoops, it was a double, not a little dinkaroonie there. You know? I get it. Okay, so if you don't, if you, like, Mazzara was good in the playoffs, so you guys don't like him. Liam Hendricks was bad in the playoffs, and now you got him. So you got to take pros and cons. Yeah, pros and cons. Done deal. So that just means that the playoffs were an, an anomaly. <laughs> It's an anemone. <laughs> I live in an anemone. An anemone. An anemone. My name's Nemo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. My lucky fin. So that was our little uh, Sox rant that I needed to get out there because I'm very excited for this season. Spring training just about to start. Yeah, it's it, around the corner, I yeah. think, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but can't wait. Care. It's now officially baseball season. Um, and going into the NFL, the Steelers. Really biffed it really, really bad. So this brought me to think about the last dance. You know, when every single player was like, I'm going to get Jordan. And then everyone made the meme about that. He took it personally. Yeah. It's the definition of insanity. Do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. What the fuck were these guys doing? Like Juju, stop dancing after you lose four games in a row. Right. Stop doing it. Yeah. Claypool, you just got your ass handed to you by the Browns. Right. Yeah. By him saying that, like, oh, they're going to lose to the Chiefs next week. Is that saying you think you would have lost to the Chiefs next week had you won? Fucking idiot. Yeah, they would have faced uh, the Bills, right? Or would they have faced? No, they would have faced the Ravens. No, No, they they would have faced the Bills. Yeah, they would have faced the Bills. And then the Browns for the Bills. But. A.B. did to the Steelers what Juju did to the Steelers and what it looks like Chase Claypool's going to do to the Steelers. I they wouldn't just, be surprised if there was a group chat of Antonio Brown, Juju, Clay, Chase Claypool, and Kyrie Irving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they just keep adding the next big wide receiver that comes into Pittsburgh, just like, hey, the, the so we're going to add a couple uh, mental illnesses on and then a couple remedies to work on that mental illness. But the whole end goal here is to um, deteriorate the franchise that you play for. Yeah. Thing is, though, through history, the Steelers have had some of the best like wide receivers in no the doubt. NFL. No doubt. Heinz Ward, Emmanuel Sanders, Antonio Holmes, Antonio Brown. Right. Uh, what's the guy's name who had the catch? He has a sick name. It's the old guy. The catch, like, you know, you've seen it with the Steelers. He has a sick-ass name. Yeah, I... <sighs> great radio, look it up. But I think that the just domino effect of um, you're the star wide receiver, then you cause 
a commotion and then the rookie is supposed to pick up the slack, but then oh, yeah. they start causing a commotion. You got it? Lynn Swan. Swanson? Lynn Swan. Lynn Swan. Yeah, that's dope. Swan song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay, keep going. Sorry. No, that's fine. I, it's just that AB turned into Juju, turned into Clay, Clay Chase Claypool. Uh-huh. Sorry. <laughs> but also, Chase Claypool was on uh, my list for. Most handsome athlete. He's a very handsome Canadian player. too. Yeah. Looks like he's got turds coming off his head. Yeah. Well, but, I don't understand the whole like he puts just a dash diagonally across his face with his fucking uh, eye black. Eye black. Yeah. Yeah. That just don't make, make no sense. sense. But also, the dude has to fuck because the way he casually said, "Yeah, we lost. It was a tough game, but the Browns are about to get clapped." Like he against is clapping cheeks. Yeah, exactly. The dude has to just be. <laughs> I was clapping. Yeah. No, yeah. But, yeah. He's so, a handsome dude. The Steelers. He's also that good was at catching footballs. Yeah. He's a good guy. Um, but just moving right along, the Bears just <laughs> love being mediocre. I don't understand. Thank God Chuck Pagano decided to retire. He's now my favorite coach. Because good. Leave. Yeah, but <laughs> I, they need him. It's all. It's over. Yeah, we're gonna be what the Jaguars were. Oh yeah, no, Jaguars it doesn't just got matter. Jackson, a team Three in Jacksonville and a ago. team in Chicago will never ever be able to be comparable. I know. Like, no, Brady I'm talking is, in terms of record. Yeah, no, I know that. Yeah, but. And Brady has said it before, like Chicago is top three biggest market, and we just always decide, ah, what can we do to just not be a top three market? Yes. And it's just so frustrating that I knew this was going to happen with us getting to the playoffs, doing everything to like make it in and then get just embarrassed. And then that was like the also fuck everything about Javon Wims. That was. Oh, and Anthony Miller. Dumbass. How did I wanted to kick him in the fucking throat after that drop? Judo. Chop. That guy, the the corner, Gardner Johnson, I think his name is or whatever, he's got to go into the Trash Talking Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right next to Pat Bev and fucking uh, Reggie Mill. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just... But they got, like, it was the epitome of what the Saints have done to people all year. Like, they didn't kill them, but they never, ever gave them a chance. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it was so frustrating to watch. It was just the same thing over and over again. Mitch looked good for the first quarter because he was really hitting his stride, and then Javon Wims took all wind out of the sails. That's it. That's the How play. do you – he was – his arms were out, and his head just always was staring up, and the ball went right through his hands. It's like Hit him literally in the numbers. Yeah, it did. And it's like that's a beautifully thrown ball that Mitch Trubisky throws once in a blue moon, and you decide to let it slip, not even touch you at all. It went right through your arms. That like that's all I can say. Blasphemy! Like, I don't get it. You still had hope after that play, but you shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> but also, what a bullshit fucking rule at the end of the game. Oh, to not kick the extra point. No, I needed him to go for two. Oh, 
<laughs> I did think it was hilarious that Jimmy Graham caught it one-handed. It was sick. He got in the end zone, and then he dropped the ball and ran into the tunnel. Hilarious. They probably should have ran that I'm play done. a couple more times. They probably should have tried scoring a couple more times than the Saints, and then they probably would have won. Um, the Saints are so fucking weird, though, dude. Yeah. They're such a weird team. Like, their defense is good. Drew Brees looks like he's 85. Yeah. But, like, they're still they're a boring-ass team to watch. Except when Kamara has the ball. Yeah, the, that game was that game was boring though. Like, I know, but it it does going into the predictions and everything. It I just don't know how to bet the Saints. I know they're going against the Bucks, and the Saints whooped them one time. Did the Bucks beat them another, or did they yeah. face twice? No, no, no. The Saints beat them twice. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh, there goes my argument. You can't I don't think any NFL can't team, team has beaten three times That's by what the same I'm saying. team. You can't beat a team three times. So um, that right leads when, us in perfectly. Um, we'll do. Do you want to do predictions slash parlays, or are we? We'll do that after we the two. break them down. Okay, perfect. All right. So, what do we got? First game of the weekend: Rams Packers. Packers, Packers minus that. six and a half. Yeah, Packers are gonna lay the number. Yeah. <laughs> now, when handsome Jared Goff gets in the game, especially you remember when he played in freezing temperatures in Chicago. Yeah. yeah, I was at the game. They were, were you? yeah, it was fifteen <laughs> to nine. The only touchdown was an offensive lineman. That's hilarious. And the, it was awesome, dude. This is why I miss fans so much. It was fuck. It was freezing. It was freezing out, and right. they kept the temperature kept dropping, and the announcer kept coming on and was like, "It is now twenty three degrees," and the crowd went nuts, dude, <laughs> nuts. But here's the X factor for this game. And watching him live was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Aaron Donald, man. I don't know if Bakhtiari is playing. And he can absolutely demolish anybody in front of him. Yeah, but there's a better Aaron on the other side of that. Mm, Not when he's getting pressured. He doesn't ever get pressured because they run such a good game plan. But how many times have you seen Aaron Rodgers get sacked? you You just picked it up. I know, but this is the best guy that he's had coming at him all year. I mean, he had, he, I can't. He, is he I still banged compare. up though? Does he have like bad ribs? Yeah, he yeah. got fucked up last game. But also the other thing he is he can that block knives, but he can block <laughs> Russ Wilson's ass. Do you don't think that Jalen Ramsey can hold Devontae Adams to under eighty yards in a touchdown? I don't. I don't. Well, they're gonna need Devontae Adams to score two, three touchdowns. They'll need him to score. So, well, actually, but it did. Aaron the Rams' Marcus offense is so bipolar. Loves hitting a, Marquez valdez yeah. loves hitting a 50-plus yarder just randomly when Devontae Adams is covered by five. Yeah, people. but it's not like the rest of the Rams' defense is shit. They're great. Yeah, but then, so we're focusing on Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. And if those two can completely swing the game, then yes, but the Packers win regardless. Okay. Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams have been beyond exceptional this year, too. Yeah. They were both very yeah. good. Um, and Robert Tunyon, high key, I'm betting him for an anytime touchdown. Well, I would, too, because I heard on the hot mic the other day, he was like, Bobby, swing over, threw him a touchdown pass. <laughs> Anybody who calls someone named Robert Bobby, that means they have a great bond. Yeah, they have a solid, solid. I'm still chemistry. taking the Rams, but uh, to cover or to win. Uh, uh, we'll get there. I mean, if we're gonna take him to cover, might as well take him to win. That's what I'm saying. Um, the next game is the Ravens versus the Bills. This is the hardest game to predict. Uh, dude, this is gonna be Lamar Jackson's first time playing in possible snow. 
It's supposed to maybe, possibly, sort of, who knows, snow in Buffalo. Yeah, but I mean, the he Bills' defense is good, but... Yeah, they look kind of shitty last week. That's what I mean. And yeah. Lamar, we talked about it when, like, they just need to make him a running back. <laughs> <laughs> He's got Dude, a pretty good arm for a running back. The snow favors him running. That's like fine. a lot. I know. Yeah. I still think that... Um, makes makes I don't it think, harder to tackle them. Yeah, I know. I'll probably, because I'm so in on, like, I just don't think it's the Bills' time to lose yet. I'm in on the Bills, too. I know. I just don't think it's their time to go home. What's so, the spread on that game? A field goal? Two, two and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so, sketchy. Yeah. And then uh, to start Sunday, Browns, Chiefs. The, ten points ten is Browns. way too much. Ten points is so much. But... They give up so many points. Yeah, they do. It's going to... I think the over's is only Denzel like Ward playing? I think so. I think they said they just took him and somebody else, maybe Taki Taki, off the COVID list. Mm. No, yeah. it was a wide receiver. They I don't know. I think him. I think the over-under is... I think it was at 51, maybe, maybe even 49 last time I looked. Mahomes hasn't played in three weeks. Yeah, good point. But that also is a pro and a possible con. But it, I mean, I guess you need your rest at this time, but I feel like it's you always bet on the team that's hot going into the playoffs. You know? Yeah, agreed. The Browns I mean, have never the been. The Browns should not lose by 10 points if they've gotten this far. I might stay away from that game and just take the over, like you said. Yeah. I also, I put it, I have a parlay already, so I'll, I'll wait till I get there. Um, and then to finish off the weekend, Rams Bucks. Bucks or, by two I mean, score. Bucks by two scores. Saints Bucks. This is right. Spreads three favoring New Orleans. This is right when Tommy gets this little tingle on his balls and he starts going off. I love a good tingle in the balls. Makes you feel alive. Sure does. Yeah, I mean, since it's the underdog, I'll take the Bucks. I'll go with I'm that. I'm alternate spreading them to minus five. Really? Yep. Okay. I like that. Brez, any words of wisdom on the um on the Bucks Saints game? Huh? The Buck, it's this is the, Sparta? the NFC version of the Bills Ravens, like in terms of toss upness. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually kind of like the Bucks. Yeah, I just don't Shit, think Drew like Brees has it anymore. Well, what the like, Bears didn't do is hit him. Yeah, and if that's you hit what him, I'm saying. Like I, Adamakin Sue is playing very, very well. Jason right now. Pierre Paul is using all of his fingers. Yeah, and that's even the ghost ones. Spooky! Where's my fingernail plastic? All right, so let's end it off on a hot note. Let's give you something to bet this weekend because it's going to be a load of fun, regardless. So, uh, Brady, you want to start it? Yeah. All right, um, Brady's fade me's. Uh I'm going to take the alternate spread, but it's a safe pick to take the Bucks points because it could be a close game. And uh, if they do happen to lose, which they won't, but if you want to be a smart better, they're they're not going to lose by more than three. So I'd say take the Bucks plus the fuck that. I'm <laughs> what am I talking about? Take the Bucks money line. Um, Take Love the it. over in that Chiefs Browns game. I'd be skeptical about that. Check check the public percentages on that over. Oh, okay. Because if it goes, what's it at right now? It's at fifty six. And oh, if, I thought it was at fifty one. No, it's at fifty six. I was I'm looking saying. at a different game. Um, so if it gets hammered by the public, which it might, yeah, and starts to go up, I think anything in like 
I think 55 is a great number. So I would lean towards the under if it gets higher, but if it stays at 56, it's a risky play, but I'd go over. Um, <laughs> I love your mind. But, <laughs> so, and then the Packers Rams game, I, I just don't know. I'll probably take the Rams money line on the side, but I would, I'm going to include the bills money line. Not, not my, yeah. Minus two isn't enough, but I feel like that's the game I might bite me, yeah. but I'm going to take a minus two. Okay. All right, so you got um, the Bucks money with line. the points. Money oh, line. you're going to change it to money line? Yeah, Perfect. I don't know what was going on. The over in the Browns Chiefs, mm-hmm. and then the Rams. Bills minus two. Bills minus two. Okay. All right, that's not bad. Brez's brilliant bets. We got the under in the Packers-Rams game. Like that. The under... In the Buccaneers Saints game. Okay. Two good defenses. And the Bucks money line. Yeah. All right. Let's be bad. Let's be scary. Um, all right. Mine, uh, Cliff's picks to click is a little, um, you know, out there. Not really. It just, uh, if your book allows it. Um, the over in the Ravens Buffalo Bills game is at 49 and a half. We're taking the over in that. I like that. Then we're taking Packers minus six and a half. And then for the Browns Chiefs game, just take Nick Chubb to score a touchdown. And yeah. then in the Saints Buccaneers game, this is where we don't know if it's going to happen, but take Taysom Hill to get a touchdown because that guy loves taking touchdowns away like from that. people who deserve it. So the Bucks defense isn't just. So bipolar, man. Like I know. When they so, play the Saints, they just forget what to do. So. I know. So they're going to get down to like the three-yard line, the Saints are, and then they're going to have Kamara out for some reason and have Taysom Hill in a wildcat, and he's going to run 80 yards for a three-yard touchdown. Yeah, it'll be 38-3 to three by that time, so that's fine. Yeah, exactly, and that's okay with me as long as it hits. We click. You Hells know what yeah. I mean? Hells yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the final episode of season two of the Washed Up Podcast. We'll be back with season three, episode one. Who knows what we're doing different, but we'll figure it out by then. Ladies and gentlemen, it's about that time. Brett, say goodbye to the fans. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> and Brady. Go Bulls. What is that? Say that Go Bulls. Oh, my God. He's back, and it's never felt better. Right, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Peace, love, and happiness. We'll see you next time.
to the wrong tie Can't sink, it's all dry Land, one day you gotta learn to fly Curve the plot, cook it up, serve it hot Shorty thick like a car bomb, oh lord Won't quit till it's all mine, on oh God